0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, January 17th. We have a very special interview today with Mr. Jimmy Dice of the SEC Network and the ESPN. He is the college basketball analyst for both. We're going to talk all things SEC basketball. I'm real looking forward to this interview and I hope you all enjoy it. We are joined by Mr. Dykes on the phone. Mr. Dice, how are you doing? Mitch, I'm Griffey, Man, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for thanks for coming on. It's a great honor to have you. I'm wonderful. Uh, really excited about some SEC basketball this week. Been a fun week for SEC basketball already. Yeah, I think there's I think there's many more fun weeks to come for SEC
1: basketball fans. It's been a, a terrific year for that league so far, and I think they keep grinding away and. Yes, sir. Uh, so keep getting better during the season. The ones that we're going to have our eyes on in
0: March. Yes, sir. So that kind of leads us into uh, our first question: How do you think the SEC stacks up as a whole compared to the other basketball conferences, like the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, uh, and so on?
1: Well, they've had a nice start to the season in the non-conference play. They, you know, keep seeing the graphics on TV or during games. How many? I think they have uh, eight teams right now in the top. 50 or 60 RPI, and they've done, they done. They did their work in non conference play. That league did as a whole, from top to bottom, Is the quality of wins are there, maybe as much as they've ever had in that league uh, since I've been around it for the last 20 years. So um, I think they have a terrific chance of getting, you know, seven, eight, maybe nine teams in the NCAA tournament. Um, that's going to be right there. I think the ACC will probably be getting the most. And then probably be the, uh, the SEC in terms of the first of teams that get in and by the Big 12 and then the Big East and the Big 10. So it's a great year right now for SEC hoops. Um, but like I said earlier, those teams are in that, that are in that uh, grind right now over the next seven weeks we have left to play, they better keep grinding away because they can lose four or five in a row and all of a sudden the whole season changes on them. Mm-hmm.
0: And we, and we kind of saw that with Texas A&M opening up. They you know They finally got a close win last night. Kind of take us a little bit into, do you think Texas A&M can rebound and make the NCAA tournament? I think they
1: can. They're going to have to win more games, but they, they had to win last night. and I said, it, it was in the SEC's network studio last night, and so they, they, they have to win the game. There was not a more meaningful game last night to any team in the country than Texas A&M, and they they got the win, and they were fortunate. Uh, uh, Ole Miss got a really good look at, at the end, and and ball just did everything but go all the way through the net popped out on them. And, but if you're Texas A&M, all that matters is you won. And if you get a chance to, think like they have four of their next five at home and they can kind of turn this thing back around because we've already seen when they're healthy and they're complete and and they're playing together and, and, and things are, are good, then, you know, you go back to the wins that they had in non-conference against SC and, and uh, West Virginia. So can they make the Incidentally tournament? Absolutely. But they need to uh, – got 12 games left, I believe, in conference play. They, they better start winning – the majority of those things, and I think they will. Their their talent and their size, and Billy Kennedy is too good a coach
0: to not to not keep this thing not going in the right direction. Yes, I I totally agree with that. So that you know, kind of leads us in. You mentioned how many you know eight to nine teams in the SEC getting in. Which one or two of those can you see making a deep run in March and even have the potential of cutting down the nets in, uh the first weekend in April? Yeah, I
1: don't I don't know if the SEC has national champion right now and that can certainly change uh no one saw south carolina at this time of year ago being a final 14 team. so teams change during the season and uh so it's probably i would say kentucky can get to the final four i think florida if if they continue to get better and and, and tougher and and understand that the, the, the game of basketball lots of times involves a lot of dirty plays and dirty baskets I mean that in the the right way within the rules. Um, I think they have the potential to get there. Um, I think Texas A&M, if they ever get right, uh, then they could go into the NCAA tournament badly under because of their record. But the product they put on the floor in March could also, a team that should have been a number one or two seed, so they could get there as well. So those three teams rocking now, probably, if I had to say, to get the final four out of this league, those would be the three that I would pick. Uh, but that could certainly change for the next month and a half with with, with injuries and just your teams getting better. Yes, sir. Absolutely, you have to get better within the within within the season. And the teams that do that the best right now in the SEC are going to look really good
0: in March. Yes, sir. And you mentioned Kentucky, and you know we have a lot of Kentucky fans following the show or whatever. Take us into how you would approach this young Wildcat team after a, you know a kind of a bad loss on the road where you gave up a big lead. Uh, looked like you were kind of outmanned a little bit you know, late in the second half. Kind of take us into what you would tell your team to rebound to get a win this weekend against Florida. And, you know, your next, I think this is the next four out of the five for the Wildcats, counting last night, are on the road. So kind of take us into a little yeah. bit what Coach Cal is going to tell his team to kind of get them to rebound a little bit.
1: Well, it's not going to be easy because, uh, you know, they got they got really shoved around and, and, and whipped physically by Tennessee. Uh, and then they go to South Carolina last night, and the same thing happened, especially in the second half. Um, led by Chris Silva from South Carolina and a week from Saturday they go to West Virginia and we know what's going to happen there if Kentucky's not not more physically tough and have an inner strength about them when they're playing um, I, I don't think Kentucky gave the game away last night I, I think South Carolina deserved the win they out rebounded Kentucky uh, they got to the free throw line just as many times as Kentucky did it was it, Do you say there was too many whistles or not? It was an even whistle game because both teams got the free throw line over 34 or 35 times. The difference in the ball game was there was a legitimate pro on the floor and it wasn't wearing a Kentucky uniform. It was Chris Silva. And I'm sure Calipari will challenge his guys and say, all you that have aspirations to play in the league someday, this is what the effort and the energy and the toughness and, and the will to win is supposed to look like. If you're ever going to make money in the NBA someday, it needs to look like the guy that we went up against last night, Chris Silva. Uh, but I, I, I still have great fans in Kentucky. I Their, their size, their talent level, Vanderbilt uh, able to play last night showed that he's going to be able to give them some good some good stuff. So um, I, the, the Kentucky fans should not panic at all. But I will say this, they better be ready for Florida on, on uh, this weekend because that Florida team starts moving the ball and they start knocking down threes.
0: They're very, very hard to guard. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But kind of the, the one question I think a lot of Kentucky fans are asking is, you know, how can you teach toughness? You know, you got Diallo uh, sometimes looking like he's kind of lost a little bit on the court, whatever. How do you teach that toughness to get into a better team come March or get a better team into this middle of the pack than the SEC uh, season? Yeah, it's, it's toughness doesn't come natural for
1: many, many people in general, first of all. Um, it's it's doing right when it's hard to do what's right, and that's what Kentucky has to figure out. That it's it's hard to, to talk on defense all the time. It's hard to sprint both ways in conversion offense or conversion defense every single time. It's it's hard to be up and and hard hedge ball screens and, and talk and communicate. It's hard to go to the offensive glass every time they have an offensive rebounder. But that's what tough teams do, and all Kyle Perry's is going to do is what he's been doing from one of these guys is showed them on film, demanded them of them every single day and they they have made strides they're just not quite where Calipari or Kentucky fans or where that team needs to be yet in terms of all, all toughness, but they are trending they are going more in that direction than they were two months ago mm-hmm. i got to remind people, this is the same
0: Kentucky team that beat the brakes off of Louisville about three weeks ago, 90-61 I think Yeah. I saw Louisville on Saturday against Virginia Tech, and Louisville. Louisville won the game, they went and won at Notre Dame uh, they're a very, a very good basketball team, Louisville is. So, yeah, and, uh, and and you know, I think for Kentucky, they're for Kentucky, and I think for Kentucky, you also look back on the wins against LSU and A&M, and, those, and the Vanderbilt win on the road as well, those kind of wins show the grit and grind of that team, they just, like you said, they got to find that consistency and watch the film a little bit. Yeah,
1: well, Calipari's one of the best coaches in the country right now, yeah. and He'll, uh, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll push
0: the right button. Yeah. So how do you uh, how do you see this regular season? You know, we're in the middle of the pack with the SEC. How do you see it playing out? I know we have Auburn at the top of the league. Tennessee's at number four. Who do you see winning the regular season and getting those four buys in the first round in the, at the SEC tournament in St. Louis?
1: Yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a guess right now. There's, there's, there's just so little separation between whoever's going to finish first and eighth in this league. Um, there's, they're, 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 they're so they're so closely uh, fit when you just look at their, the, the numbers and how they play and uh, all all very very capable. of Winning there's I can tell you five or six teams are, that that could still win the regular season. I firmly believe it. Uh, but uh, it's going to be the team whoever whoever wins it. I don't think it's going to be the most talented team. I don't know who that is. Some people say A and is the most talented team. Some people say. Uh, Florida is the most talented team. If you love offense, some people say Kentucky is. I don't know who the most talented team is. Uh, I just know who wins the SEC regular season title is going to be the team that grinds it out every single night on the court. They're excited to play. Uh, they don't take possessions off. They don't take uh, a half off of one game, and they grind their way through this thing and end up with I think 14 and four
0: in the league out, 13 and five, would get your share of the title. Yeah, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, and I look at teams like Auburn or, you know, something like that, and those guys actually have fun playing the game of basketball. They're not the most, you know, they're not the five-star athletes, whatever. But, like you said, they have fun, you know, they have fun playing the game of basketball. And Bruce Pearl has a very good brand of basketball down there on the plains right now. Yeah, they got a big win against Alabama tonight. Yeah. uh,
1: they're, They're a great offensive rebounding team. They're not overly big, but they're big enough. Uh, they're they're winning the three point line battle in top of the play by plus nine points per game uh, the Sean Murray kid is a mismatch a, a just an unbelievable mismatch the four spot for anyone they play play against and they and they play they play really really hard it, I have not yet one time put the film on and thought that Auburn whoever they were playing against was playing harder than the
0: Auburn Tigers and that that, that alone right there wins you a lot of games yeah I, I totally agree with that so, uh, kind of. What is your What is your opinion? Uh, do you think the SEC is going to continue the success? I know Craig Sankey's kind of in, uh, put in some things, you know, for non-conference scheduling and recruiting or whatever. Do you think the SEC is going to continue the success into you know the coming years with uh, a lot of great coaches across the league, from Coach Cal to Mike White at Florida? Well, see any reason why I wouldn't? You know, I. I...
1: Uh, more top 100 freshmen in the league this year than any conference in the country. I, I believe they're on track. It's the same thing next year. Uh, There's not a bad coach in the league. They're, they're just not. They're all really, really very good coaches and recruiters, and you're not going to out x anyone in this league anymore. Uh, the fan bases now are starting to be a factor on home course that, that for years were not factors at all. And uh, I, I think the SEC has been positioned you know, starting from last year, which the league was undervalued throughout the entire year last year, but you follow that up with a good year this year, another good year next year, and the SEC is, it has has gone from the, you know, sixth or seventh best league in the country up there to one of the top two or three mm-hmm. uh, in a short amount of time, and that, that speaks volumes to Commissioner Sankey and Dan levivitz and the SEC office and this uh, all, all the things that they've done it all starts with coach. And it all starts
0: with how good your players are. And, and they're really good in those two areas. Yes, sir. And we have two more questions and we're going to let you go when you're a busy guy. Do you think the one and done rule in college basketball will change? And what is your opinion on
1: that? Uh, I hear rumors. You know, I read the same stuff as everybody else <laughs> and the NBA is thinking about going away from it. Um, I, 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 I think if you are coming out of high school and you feel like you're good enough to play in the NBA, then have the right to go earn money like everybody else does in the world that's that, that's my take on it um i would selfishly wish almost it would stay in place because if not we wouldn't see marvin bagley and colin sexton and trey young and deandre Ayton and those kind of kids in the college game for one year and one in one year to me in the college game is better than not to them here at all just look at the excitement that the freshmen in this league have generated um whether it's Tremont Waters or uh, the second kid or uh, Vanderbilt, of Kentucky, you know they some guys. that I mean, what? I'm going I'm going straight to the straight to the NBA. Maybe I have to play the G League for three or four years, but that's what my heart is. And I think you would. I think we're going to lose some guys if that takes place. But um, either way, the game is great to survive because uh, just college basketball is so unpredictable, night in and
0: night out. Yes, sir. I totally agree with that. So, last question, what are you most most excited about as we head into the middle of the conference play and head into March? What are you most excited about for the rest of this college basketball season? Um, just, just kind of seeing the, what, who, what team is
1: the toughest. You know, that's who's eventually going to finish in the top four and get those you know first-round buys, second-round buys, whatever the, the SEC tournament format is. Now, I haven't looked at it, but... Uh, I know finishing the top four is a huge deal in this league. And like I said earlier, if you stay healthy and you stay hungry and and you stay coachable as a, as a group, that's a big plus. And, uh, but you, you have to grind away. There's nothing easy in this league anymore. It's an unforgiving league. There's not one game that's going to be handed to you and you can just play okay. You can't just play okay anymore in the SEC and win. You have to play good. And sometimes playing good is not good enough. Uh, so I think as a that have uh, that type of determination and, and they're built on the right foundation,
0: that, that's who's going to be standing there at the end in St. Louis at the SEC Tournament. Yes, Well, we greatly appreciate you coming on the show. It's been a great honor to have you. You're one of my role models. So it's been a great, great honor to have you. All uh, right, Mitch. I appreciate it, man. Good luck to you going forward. Yes, sir. Thank you so much.